Welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 279, Life in the Fast Lane, number 7, Too Fast, Too Furious, Minute 82. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Too. And this is, I, I made a note in the document yep. of what number Life in the Fast Lane is, so now I know it's 7. The next one is, drum roll please, number 8. eight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but here we are talking about too Fast, Too Furious, Minute 82. This episode, though, as we established in the last one, doesn't have a title yet. We're going to get to a title in the minute. We'll figure out. We'll just see where the conversation goes. Uh, but for now, just Life in the Fast Lane, colon, TBD. Yeah. Which, you know, it's fine. Whatever. Who knows? I forget how we do these, but I guess we can start by thanking our very fine patrons, Cassie Wilson, Ooh. Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Kleiman, Brian Rodriguez of High School Slumber Party, Ooh. Haley Gerbys, West Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan, The Duke, Hayden, Renato D. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sport, Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Thank you all so much for supporting us at TooFast2Forever.com at the $5 a month level or above. Um, lots of bonus content coming your way in the near future, in the near past. Lots. lots. This is also existing in a weird middle ground where this episode will come out for the patrons before the Fast X trailer. Oh, But yeah. it will come out to the main feed after the Fast X trailer. So if people listen in the order that they get episodes... They will, the patrons will hear this and then hear our conversation about Fast X, and then the regular feed will hear the Fast X conversation, which we're going to put out. We're going to record and put out on Friday, the tenth, the day the trailer comes out, and then it's going to come out. So, like, it's a weird influx in middle ground, whatever. But just know, uh, Fast X is upon us. Sort of the trailer is at least. It is. It is Fastmas Eve. Have you been watching – so there's basically no news. We can skip to the news for now because we'll get back. We'll bounce around a little bit. But there's it's basically okay. no news other than these legacy trailers they're putting out one a day. Have you watched any of these or no? No, I haven't watched not one of them. They're really good. Are they? They're a minute long. They're not just like the the trailer? No, they're, they're like, all recut. They're really, really good. Okay, I'll go watch them then. And they're coming out on Vince's or Fast and the Furious or both. I think Vince re- – or- like Vin, sorry, Vin Vince. retweet. Yeah, sorry, Vince on the brain. Uh, I think Vin retweeted one or like Vin is Vin's putting them on his Instagram, but yes. the official Fast and Furious YouTube channel is posting one a day. Okay, okay. I watched. I have not seen eight, so eight will come out today, which because today we're watching uh, we're recording on the eighth. Yeah, the Fate of the Furious was posted, you know, around lunchtime today, so that came out three hours ago. I have not seen that yet. Tomorrow, as we record, will be the F9 trailer, and then on Friday, Fast X will be up. But like, they're really good, and like, they're they're so like they're they're cut in a modern way, and they're all the cool things. Like, they're spoilery as hell, but like you're you know you know what they're You've they're, seen they're the doing movie. these for yeah. fans, yeah. But they're really good. Yeah, I would recommend. I think three and seven are the are my favorite ones so far. Okay, cool. But they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew that they would. I mean. Like, you know, we watched the movie, so, like, that part makes sense, but I didn't, I assumed that they were just, like, just re, literally Mm-mm. re-releasing the trailer, no. so that this is a different thing. Cool. No, I th- and actually need to, I think I should re-watch the first one, because I thought the first one was just the original one, where I'm like, oh, I guess Vin's reposting like, the same thing you thought, like, Vin's reposting the first, like, a trailer a day until yes. 10, 
But no, like they're recutting them and like, you know, the the music and the sound and the beats and everything, like it's really, really good. So I would check these out. Because other than that, like the Fast and Furious news cycle has basically been put on hold. Like we're just like all holding our breath until holding Friday. Pattern. Yep, exactly. So also as a reminder to the patrons, this won't matter to the main feed because it already have happened. But if you watch the trailer on Friday morning as it drops, I think at 11 o'clock Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, email family at cageclub.me. We'll read it on the episode. I, I'm guessing, because nothing is ever short with this show, I'm guessing we'll probably be recording from about 11-ish to 12-ish. You probably have about an hour to get in. We'll read at the end. Um, but still, you kind of have to do it quickly, because like, we're going to put the episode out like immediately. So Yes. Because we are going to be excited. We want to talk about it. You and I are going to watch it together, remotely, but we together. We are. We are. I'm really excited, and you want to hear something funny? Typically, um, as of right now, Rachel wasn't working on Fridays, because she works mm-hmm, down the mm-hmm. hall for me now, and... This Friday, they were like, hey, can you come in on Friday? <laughs> so, so she will be there while I will be home watching the Fast and the Furious trailer with you. Is she bummed? Was she, is she excited for the trailer at all? Or no, not? she doesn't give a shit. She, like, she knows that she'll like watch it later or like see it. Yeah. Know, whatever. Like, she, yeah, she's not hyped. I mean, like, I'm sure that she'll watch it or like comment and talk to me about it. But like, she's not like, oh, man, like, I'm not going to get to see it. You know, I think what we should do is what? we should record ourselves watching it and then put that, like, at the end. Because it's going to be like, oh, my God. Like, there's not going to actually be any, like, kind of insightful stuff. But I do want to kind of capture, like, our authentic – and if it's terrible, we just won't include it. But, like, I think we should record ourselves oh, yeah, watching it and then – But together. At the same, like, we're yeah, watching yeah, 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 it yeah. at the same t- – like, we're going to yes. click play, three, yes. two, one. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's what I hoped. Yeah. We've been practicing for six years for this countdown. Three, two, <laughs> one, play. Nailed it. Wait, why don't I have sound? Okay, hold yeah, on. Yeah, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. You're ahead. You're ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, but there's like, there's basically no news other than that. Um, the Legacy trailers, the Fast X trailer is coming out. I kind of, I kind of wish, although I don't think they've ever said it. Like, I want them to say the name of the movie in the trailer so we know if it's Fast Ten or Ooh, Fast X or never whatever. Do but that. they'll never do that. No. Oh, the only other thing I want to say about news, and it's not even news, but so Spotify. Because Spotify has music and podcasts, like once or twice a month emails me and just like, hey, these episodes of whatever podcast, not just mine, but like anyone, because they're all uploaded under my name. Okay. This has copyrighted music. Um, Do something about it. And I'm like, okay. And so there's options like remove the episode. I have rights to do it. um, It's my music or whatever. Like there's all different like options. And I'm just, I just say every single time. I have permission to do it, because as far as I'm concerned, sort of, it's kind of fair use. But the, I, I say all this to say... Because we're not, like, selling... Yeah, yeah, I get right, it. We're not making money on it, whatever. Yeah. I bring this up on the podcast, because if you're listening on Spotify, or if you have listened on Spotify, or anywhere, and you're like, I feel like episodes are missing, and I don't know where they are, it might just be a taken down for copyright. Because, like, for a while, we were using oh, the See You Again okay. as the intro music. Yes, 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 yes. And then sometimes the minute audio has copyright music that gets flagged as well. But for the most part, episodes since Nico made Nico and Wes made the intro commercial and outro music for us, like they don't really get flagged anymore. Yes. But if you're listening to any of the you know our our podcast, this podcast on any feed and like episodes are missing, just kind of look somewhere else, I guess, because like they're not going to be gone everywhere. Like <laughs> yeah. they should all be up on YouTube. Um, they're all going to be up on like Apple because like Apple doesn't. It seems like Apple doesn't give a shit. I think Spotify because for whatever reason, Spotify has like a either more aggressive algorithm. I don't know what happens, but I just made a note of that because I got like a bunch of emails this week about it. So makes sense. And if you really can't, if you're like this is nowhere, just email us and you know I'll send you a file. 
Oh, word. Cool. We have a, and speaking of emailing us, we have an email address, family at cageclub.me and Joe. We got a bunch of emails. Okay. Fun. So the first one, and I read part of this on an episode that's not out yet. Okay. Hint, hint, wink, wink. So on the Life in the Fast Lane number six, this is when I was putting uh, Mike and Brian, mostly Mike, on blast for stealing Jason Rainey as a listener, as a friend, whatever. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So Jason comments, so on the thing that I read out loud, I only read part of this. So he says, the part that I read was, the way I see it, Jason writes, whether it's Coppola or FNF, when you're there, you're family. And then he talks about the rundown on the Wachowski flicks you mentioned, because I think we were talking about with Montez about Super 8, or, or not Super 8, Sense 8, and we were just talking about whatever, we are just talking about Wachowskis in general. Yep. So here, yeah. here's what he says. Okay. Speed Racer, Masterpiece. Agreed. I, I, I wasn't, you heard here live that I was, I didn't know, I hadn't watched it, and I'm a fan. Cloud Atlas, Complicated Feelings. Most of its wild swings didn't work for me. However, I'd read the book right before I saw it, so I'd like to revisit it now that I have some distance. Soundtrack slaps, though. You love that movie, right? I do love that movie. That's that's the one, like, I don't know, like, I think most of their movies, in my eyes, are kind of perfect, but I think that one might be my favorite, but I don't know. Okay. That was also one, like, like Jason, I speed read the book and then i like literally raced to the movie theater to catch the last showing before it left theaters and i was just like this is incredible so like we it sounds like we have like the same experience but but, like like, different results yeah Yeah. different paths right before you got there yeah um jupiter ascending he says loved it eddie redmayne deserved an oscar disappointed it doesn't have a crazy run of sequels like avatar to flesh out its universe have you seen cloud atlas or jupiter ascending I think I've seen Cloud Atlas. I don't remember, and I definitely have not seen Jupiter Sending, though. Because Jupiter Sending is one that most people hate, uh, that they think it's, like, terrible. I love it. It was one that, like, got delayed and delayed and delayed, and, like, all my friends, quote-unquote friends, trolls on, you know, friend troll, troll friends, whatever, people that I have consciously uncoupled from were like oh my god look it got delayed again oh look the reviews are bad i'm just like come on guys and then i watch it a second time i'm like no this is amazing cloud atlas i i think people love like apparently like a couple months ago tom hanks was like there's only i've only made four good movies oh like "Mm, that's but he loves like one of them is he hasn't he didn't name which ones but cloud atlas is one of them because he said before in other interviews like he loves he think i think he thinks cloud atlas is like the best movies ever made okay now i'm really curious to see think of which ones it was who Weekly covered this, like, about a month, whenever he did this, and they were trying to figure it out, and I don't remember, like, there's a bunch of different options, because it's, like, if it's only four, there's, like, I kind, I'm not a Tom Hanks hater, but, like, on that podcast, I was sort of tired, but, like, there's a bunch that I think are really good, so. Yeah, he, he was in a lot of great movies, a lot yeah. of very famous movies, and, like, I think a lot of them are good, so I'm curious to just hear which ones he thinks are the good ones. Yeah, I don't think know? he ever, I don't think he's, I don't know that he's ever going to unveil which ones, but we're, the, the Who Weekly people were... Uh, pretty convinced that Cloud Atlas would be one of them. And, like, it is, it's a swing. Like, he, he plays, like, six different characters in that. Like, it spans times and generations, and it's amazing, though. But thank you, Jason, for answering the siren call of getting more thoughts on the Wachowskis. Wachowskis. Yeah. yeah. I'm always down to talk about the Wachowskis. I think they're cool. Our next email is from YouTube. It's a comment by Joyce Morav. Joyce Mara Verona Barbosa on Herbie Fully Loaded just says show S H O W. Well, so thank you so much for watching. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Show show to you as well. Show to you as well. And namaste. 
Yeah. The next email from Wes, subject line canal boats. He says, what up, Justin? Directed specifically at him. Well, fuck you too, Wes. <laughs> Wes says, we have a couple friends who are super into the English canal boat thing. They want to retire on one. So last summer they rented one and floated in the canals for two weeks. They said it was amazing. And one of them even got a tattoo of the boat on her forearm. What? They definitely watched the show where you were talking about on Amazon. And most of the time when we get to their house, they have a YouTube channel playing on their TV. That's just hours of footage from the front of someone's boat. They loved it. So if you think it looks cool and you get the chance, definitely do it, Wes. Well, okay. Thanks. That's I really vaguely cool. remember Justin talking about that. I don't remember the specifics, but I think he wanted to do it or he is going to do it. Maybe he is doing it this summer. Oh, yeah, maybe. But he also said like the show was really cool and like just heartwarming and gentle and they like it as a reality show. Oh, right. Yes. When I, was I remember like, that part. I don't remember. We were like, what do they look like? And it's just like exactly what they look like. Yes. So apparently, you know, thumbs up from Wes. Yeah. All right. Email now from Michael Moser. Subject line. Hey, Motormouths. Hey, guys. What's up, Mike? How are you doing, bud? He says, just want to check in, give some notes that I have. He emails again later, so he might have more notes later, but here's the first email he sends. I'm liking the new way y'all are doing the episodes. Oh, he finally caught up. So he listened. He heard every iteration of this podcast over the last few months, right? Like he heard. Yeah, it's true. Short version, getting way too long, doubling up, doing standalones, whatever. So adding yeah. fit stops, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yes. I have finished all y'all's Life in the Fast Lane episodes. I'm so glad you say my last name correctly. Most people add an H or some other random ass letter. Where Bud? Be? But I don't know. Moshe? Moser? Moser? Her? Like Moser? I barely know her. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I'm still listening to old ones, but I want to knock them out first. Joey, the Moody Center is the stadium for the University of Texas men's and women's basketball teams. So I could, we were talking about that maybe because, I mean, that's where I saw Harry Styles and Florence and the Machine. So maybe it was regards to that. I don't know. He also oh, listened cool. to 270-something episodes. So could be from anyone, but I think Moody Center is new. But, Probably, yeah. yeah. He says, I don't know why you make bets with Joe. He never follows through on them. I think this is about the, uh, he was asking on Twitter if you had seen the YouTube things yet. And I said, no. And the answer is still no. Yes, exactly. LOL, I'm hoping that as y'all read this, I'll be completely caught up. I'll send in more thoughts as I get them. Keep up the hard work, Michael. Well, thank you, Michael. Well, spoilers on Twitter, he caught up. He also sent in a couple theme songs, which I really appreciated. We're not going to use them because, honestly, we have too many drops already, and I forget to put them in. But thank you, Michael, for sending these in. He sent one in for Montez Minute. Yeah. And he sent one in for, oh, the Motormouths Extracurriculars. So thank you, Michael. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But appreciate the effort and hard work. Um, he also sent in a car picture for later use. Cool. And then he also, so here's his full-length email, subject line, thoughts all over the place. Okay. It says, hey, Joe, too, I'm doing well after listening to 277 main feed episodes. Here are some of my thoughts. Okay. He says, I have to fix my friend Josh's answers to his questions. He would oh. not be a roller coaster. If anything, he's a scooter. He would gamble all the money away, and he'd sing Party in the USA or Wrecking Ball. So I guess he likes Miley. So shout out to him. Miley's cool. Hey, man, I like Miley. That new Miley song that I, I don't know if Which you've one? heard, but like, no. it, it's the one that was like, it's it, it broke streaming records on Spotify for the uh, most streamed song ever. What? It's And it's new? And I haven't heard Came it? Out. Yeah, it's Flowers. It came out like uh, in the last month or so. It, she sounds yeah. like Lady Gaga on it. Okay, cool. But she's got a great voice. Bre- like a breathy, sort of smoky thing. But yeah, Miley's great. 
Oh boy. Okay, so he's got some specific notes about specific episodes, so we're probably going to forget most of these, but here we go. We'll try to talk about them. Tokyo Drift Lap 11. We talked about public transportation. The only thing y'all remember was the subway. Y'all forgot the taxi in the first movie, Dom and Brian take to get home. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. That's true. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just I, get out of it, right? Yeah. I guess, like, the prison bus might be public transportation, right? Is a, is prison public or is a prison private? Because it's, like, privately... They're privately owned, but I think it's a public entity, right? Because it's like you and like Dom rides the bus to go there. It's not like he like pays. He doesn't get a ticket to like get on the prison bus. Yeah, I think not paying to get a ticket means it's private. No, but you don't. But but you know. Oh yeah, maybe that's true. I don't know. Is a prison bus considered public transportation? I don't think anybody. First hit bus Wikipedia. I'm not going to go any further than that. I'm going to say the answer is no. (laughs) Yeah. In episode 247, okay, uh, talking about Jesse's Instagram post where he has something big coming up. He had to mean the Icons Unearthed TV show. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, that clicks now. We thought we were, he was going to maybe be in 10. And we were like, the timing sounds weird. Oh, you're right, because he is the narrator of this. Probably true. That yeah. good job, Michael. That's I think that's a good. I think you you actually put a bow on one thought that we have. we have many thoughts all the time that we never get an answer to. This mm-hmm. one, I think you fucking nailed, bud. You you're probably, probably right. Yeah. In Den of Thieves, them doing a heist to get away with another heist is like the family doing the heist in Rio to get all the money into the bank. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that yeah that tracks. I looked up no knees and it means someone who isn't very smart. What really? Where at on like Urban Dictionary? I don't know. Did we ever look it wanna, up on I Urban don't... Dictionary? No knee. The knee represents common sense. By having knees, you lack. By not having knees, you lack common sense. The knees are essential in stability. But that's only, that only has eleven thumbs up and four thumbs down, so that's har- hardly confirmed. Yeah. A device attached to the human body designed for finding furniture in the dark. Ah. Uh. Uh, also known as the Falcon Knee, Super Smash Brothers. Okay, yeah, no, this is not, this is far from confirmed. Yeah. So, all right. I think the best way to stop the feud between Vin and DJ is a slap fight, LOL. Well, you know, I'd watch it. <laughs> Dana, White, Dana White will sponsor it, I'm sure. That wasn't a joke about him hitting his wife, which he also did. It was a joke <laughs> about him, about him starting the slap fight, like, he started, like, a slap fight league. It's kind of chaotic. People have like been seriously knocked out, and then also he slapped the shit out of his wife on camera in a nightclub on like New Year's. So he can't separate uh, work and family. I guess not. And and then like immediately they found a clip where he says like I smoke weed, so I don't beat the shit out of my wife like everybody else or something like that. And everybody's like, well, you smoke weed and beat the shit out of your wife, so good for you, I guess. I don't know. What a guy. What yeah, a guy, bro. Michael says a couple of big questions. If Roman and Brian had to drive from Carter's house to the Keys to get the cigar and back, why did it only take like five minutes? Those locations are far apart. I mean, that's just anyway. <laughs> I think that's just. Yeah, I yeah we we've talked about this before because like how does it take them twenty five minutes to make it two exits mm-hmm. to you know what I mean? And it's like well, like they're showing you everybody's inside of the car. In that case, they're just showing you nobody's inside of the car. Like the the time that Brian's trying to find a radio station that he likes and stuff like that they just kind of mm-hmm. delete those is the last part of too fast from miami to the keys or keys to keys or keys to miami if it starts in the keys or is keys to keys why do they need the 15 minute window this is something else we've 
we we've kind of talked about I don't know what the movie says it as, but if you kind of follow along in like the minute doc, we we've, we've shown a many a times that like a shot to shot, like sometimes they're in Miami, sometimes they're in the Keys, sometimes they're in the like driving between the two. The movie doesn't really care about the consistency of where they are, which I think is fine for like a movie like this, right? Like I don't need continuity. We see it in movies all the time, especially with mm-hmm. like we we talk about like New York and stuff like that. Like we talk about it with like traffic, but also at the same time, it's not like you know you're coming down one street and then all of a sudden you're like on another street and it's like these these two are five miles apart but it doesn't really matter because they're just like going for like iconic graffiti on one place or something else like that so in actuality i don't know we'll probably have a better answer as we get through more of the minute stuffs because i keep finding more landmarks but i don't know what the movie says either but i forget do you remember what the movie says bud no, I don't remember. I don't think they ever established where they go with which way. But I do think that a 15-minute window is just – it's always nice to have a head start whenever you're doing, like, kind of criminal activity or whatever, right? Like, you're you're going to want – you're not going to want the cops on you from the jump, right? Like, you're going to want to use those, like, lean-on rat cop to, like, give you any kind of edge you can have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, any race, any game thing that you're doing, yeah, you want, like, a, a window. And I, I think that's probably more, like – you can drive really fast down the highway in this stretch to kind of get ahead of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I think you need the 15-minute window. Have you all ever thought of doing a lap or having people watch it backwards? I mean... It would have to be someone new, and it would, it would kind of be, like, weirdly spoilery and just confusing, I think, right? Yeah, I wouldn't want to have somebody who's never seen them before do it that way. And, like, if we did it that way, like, it would just... It would make things a little bit more fresh for us, but also, like... The way that we have it lined up, the first movie always hits so well because we're watching like two hour, 15 minute, two hour, 20 minute, two hour, 30 minute, two hour, 35 minute movie. And then all of a sudden it's an hour 40. It's like, ooh. So if we did all those and then we had to do them again in reverse, it's just like we just did F9. It was already two and a half hours. Like I don't want to watch it again right now. I think we should watch it in a version that is actually in reverse. Like the movie backwards? Yes, like the movie backwards. Like it starts with the end credits. And just, you know, Brian gets progressively worse at driving. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, everybody loses a little bit of their powers the whole time. Can VLC play videos backwards? Unfortunately, VLC doesn't support frame stepping backwards. It's only possible to move forwards. Damn. I wonder why that is. That's a really weird, like, video file coding thing right i mean you could like just watch it like a you know on a stream or a blu-ray or whatever like watch it like rewinding it but like it would be fast and you wouldn't be able to understand any of it and also like i want to see like the i want to see the movie fully in reverse yeah like an hour 40 but with the audio like lined up going backwards kind of well how would that work every dialogue that a character has like that batch starts when they start speaking the video goes in reverse, but the audio goes forward. So you're saying, like, if a line of dialogue plays from, like, an hour, one minute to an hour, one minute, and four seconds, you would take – you would play the video of those four seconds backwards, but the audio would be forwards. Yes, 100%. So that would require so much editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that, that would be, like, the best viewing experience to do this 
not that like anyone should do this just that like that's how i think appropriately watching it in reverse would be like the conversation would be very confusing because it wouldn't lead logically but like each one of their lines would start going in reverse it'd be tough but you know i'd watch it if somebody did that i'd watch it i'm not gonna make anybody other than us watch that that way though yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. this would just be like I mean, Mike would watch it that way. Like, there's very few people that I would make, but, like, like, I wouldn't make, like, I wouldn't make anyone do it, but I would invite them if they wanted to watch it like that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure we could convince Brian to watch one of them if it was, like, reversed, but, like, there's still audio to be like, whoa, that was a wild experience. Like, Apparently, if if Brian's wife's not home, he'll watch anything and talk about whatever. Apparently. Very, very true, yeah. Michael's last big question. If you had to switch all the actors from one movie to replace the Fast and Furious cast, who would it be? i.e. replace the cast of Twilight to the Fast and Furious movies, who plays whom? Well, actually, you just saw it in the patron. We could talk about if we would, who we would switch for Seinfeld. Oh, the image, the conversation you mean Brian had on Facebook that we yes, posted on the yes, Patreon. Yes, But we went the other way. So, so Michael, we actually just did this because we, for some reason, I don't know how we got there, but we were talking to Brian, and obviously Seinfeld came up, and then, and he's like, is... George, the Dom of Seinfeld. And immediately he said, oh, no, he's not. Clearly not. Definitely not. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you, you were posting about F1, and I said, we live in an economy. And you said, I read this in Dom's voice. It's amazing. Mia, this is the economy. And I said, and I sent a screenshot of, no, we're living in a society. You said, anything in George's voice also works. And then Brian went, is George the Dom of Seinfeld? Definitely not. Ha ha. I like your question. Sorry, I'm derailing it and going here because I thought this was very interesting and I want to talk about it. And, like, we only talked about it in text for, like, four lines and then stopped. I was pairing who, what Fast and the Furious characters are the roles in Seinfeld. Jerry has to be Dom, right? Well, that's what you're trying to figure out. Like, is he the Dom because he's the central, like, because he's, like, gravity, everything gets pulled to him because he's the main character? Because personality-wise, he's not Dom at all. No, no, no. I but role like like overviewing right. role. They kind of like follow Jerry. He like sets up a lot of the plans type situation. That's where mm-hmm, I was thinking mm-hmm. that like Jerry has to be Dom, which makes Elaine very easily Letty, right? Right. She's kind of bad. She's kind of badass, I think, for a lady like of that times. Like she's- I mean, I still don't know if I agree with with Jerry as Dom as the premise. But if Jerry is Dom, then yes, he is. She is. But, but who who do you have that's Dom then? I said Newman. I don't know. I don't think that works. I don't think the I don't think the cast works. I also think the question, like Michael's question, depends what? on whether you want it to be funny, or like you want like just like the most, at- or if you if you're actually trying to make another good movie, then you would just like take like you know, Avengers or something, which is kind of boring. So, but Michael Michael was asking if we took like a cast of another movie and put it into the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, he's saying like, you know, if you took the cast of Twilight and put him in the Fast and the Furious, who would play who? Oh, okay. I guess he's not saying directly like in Twilight who is the Dom? Like is it Jacob? Is it okay, Edward? Yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah, cuz my brain he's just saying, my like, brain if you have Robert Pattinson way. and Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Okay, yeah, then Robert Pattinson's Dom, Taylor Lautner is oh, he has to be the Rock, right? I'm not as familiar with Twilight as you are. Okay. Yeah, Kristen Stewart would, uh, K-Stew would be Mia. That would make our Pat's Brian, which actually tracks. That'd be good. Maybe, like, Charlie, her dad, would be Dom. That works. I like that. Oh, we need Brian for this, though. 
We need Brian A and Kate Hudson for this. But okay, that that's my start. I think that that's yeah, Charlie the dad. Oh, Daddy Colin, Daddy Colin. The issue is that there are like forty characters now, and there are so few movies. Although if you're just trying to do like the first, like, even the first one, you still need like six or eight characters. Like that's still like honestly, it's kind of still a bigger cast than most movies. Yeah, because you definitely have to have like Dom, Letty, Mia, Brian, La La Land. We got Gosling as Dom. Brian. We got Emma Stone. Brian though, because he's too handsome, right? I was trying to do this as a joke just to make you annoying or make make you annoyed, but like John Legend sucks him away, and I feel like maybe maybe John Legend is. Mm. No, I think John Legend's got to be Brian. I don't know, man. But Gosling is like so close to Paul Walker. I know. He's so close to Paul Walker. It's a good question. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. And Emma Stone. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? What? Here's one you might be able to do. What? If Wes Anderson did a Fast and Furious with his stable of actors. Oh, Oh, God. So if you think about like who's in his movies, you know, like a like an Adrian Brody, a Jeff Goldblum, and Owen Wilson, Roman Jason Schwartzman. Okay. Owen Wilson's like Markham. Wow, you are you are burying people deep. Okay. But no, but these are like the ones that are just like clicking in my brain immediately. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, I'm not hitting the like mains, but like, like uh, I get. I would like to see Bill Murray be Dom. Mm, okay. Because that would be a wild movie. Um, who else do we got that's normally in these? Oh, um, Edward Norton. Edward Norton can be Brian. Okay. Uh, fuck. Who else? Give me some of the other people that are always in the the West Anderson. I mean, there's Luke Wilson is in most of his movies. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Luke, Luke, well, then Luke Wilson will be, um, fucking Jacob. You are burying these people deep. It's like, okay, so we have Owen and Luke Wilson. Basically, the two biggest staples are playing Markup and Jacob. Yeah, these these are the best roles for them, I think. Insane. All right, but there, ask and answer, Michael. I hope that's a satisfying. <laughs> Sorry, that did not go where Joey wanted it to go. But ultimately, I didn't have I, think... I didn't have a preference. I just I that's not what I was expecting. I guess I would say. Yeah. Uh, he says now some suggestions. Have y'all watched the new Anne Rice TV shows? Interview with a Vampire and the Mayfair Witches. If not, you really should. I know that Mike Manzi is watching this with Robin. Rachel um, Anne loves Rice's... interview with a vampire. I think she's I think she's currently watching it while I record. And no, she's she shook her head. No, Vampire no. Diaries. Sorry, I, 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 excuse us, me specifically. Um, I knew she was watching some vampire show. Usually, while I record, I like when I finish, I come over and she has some vampire show on. But it was Vampire Diaries, not Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, no, I I have not, and no offense to that show, I probably won't. I just have too many things that I want to watch, and that's. that's in on the list. Okay. Joe, I can see you kind of like off-the-norm music. Give a listen to Sarah and the Safe Word. Okay. Sarah and the Safe Word. Okay. I got a YouTube. Uh... Um, I got a new uh, song today. What's the song called? Your Internet Sucks by the artist. It's called Your, Your Internet, Internet Sucks. Sucks by Burr, B-E-R. And she's like like writing a, a breakup song, and she's talking like to her ex-boyfriend like... I hope when you have coffee, it burns your lips, and I hope that when you're playing Fortnite, your internet sucks. Like, it's pretty funny. It's a good song, too. Also, Paul Meskel, uh, who is the lead actor in After Sun, who is in Normal People. So you'll see After Sun at some point for your Oscar quest. It wasn't nominated for Best Picture, I don't think, but he was nominated for Best Actor, so if you get that far. Anyway, his sister is a musician. She's got good music, too. So Nell Ooh. Meskel is pretty good. Joe, you have to watch The West Wing. I watch it at least once a year. I will eventually. I'll watch that way before I watch any Anne Rice TV shows. <laughs> and Joe, too, watch Tanked, T 
T-A-N-K-E-D, on Animal Planet, a brother-in-law duo make custom fish tanks for celebrities. Oh, I think I have seen a couple episodes of Tanked because we watched this one and we all and I and we've talked about it before, but I on here I think that I like the pool show too, like Island Oasis or I forget what it's called. Would you call Tanked like Fish Show or Fish Tank Show? Fish Tank Show is too close to the actual title. I, I would probably call it Tank Show. Tank Show. And just know that it was about fish tanks and not actual tanks. Sure. I, I bet like at then some point it would be like well. I, Oh, because like if it was actually about tanks, it would just be war show, not tank show. Mm, good point. Yeah. And that's the end of his email. So thank you so much, Michael, for writing in. I'm glad that you caught up. Now, like we are saying, you got to join the Patreon. you got to catch those. There's just like 30-something episodes of those. So got another couple of weeks of work, maybe. So, Dude, I, I actually can't wait till Michael actually listens to the Patreon episodes. Because like we said, I think that they're some of the best ones. They're very, very, very funny to me. So... Especially ones like we did, like the the Dear John one with Brian, where it's just like, hey, this is like non absolute nonsense for a while before we like put out something we're gonna put to the world, um, or just the ones that like never gonna go out to the world. Also fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of Patreon episodes, Justin Kleiman commented on our the purge, the first purge episode. Okay. He just says purge fast, purge forever. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. So I hope he liked it. I hope he liked all the goofy things. Um. I thought we had some fun ideas in that one, so. Uh, next email from Alex Ellenin. Just want to get this on record if it's right. So this is getting Ooh. in. He's getting this in before the trailer. Ooh, I like this. Go ahead, Alex. Hit me with Brie it. Brie Larson, he says, is Cypher's little sister, Little Cypher. It's still about family. Oh. I, I don't think I we've, – we've had no indication that, like, Brie Larson is bad. We have no indication that Brie Larson is anything. That's true. She might not even be in this fucking movie. She might just want to go hang out with Vin. She was posting, like, pictures of herself on Instagram in, like, full tattoo sleeves. For the movie? For some movie. Interesting. All right, the last email for today is from Mr. Wes Hampton. Subject line, Ralph breaks the internet. What up, fam? Glad that Wes finally sent us an email instead of just making us be his mail couriers, other patrons. That's very true. I'm trying to send out emails as I have time. The problem, and the reason I normally send a bunch of stuff at once, is I mostly miss dri- listen while I'm driving, which makes sense. Yeah. So at best, I can jot down a note on my phone while sitting at a light or something. Then I forget about my notes whenever I eventually sit down on my computer. Believe me, I'm not intentionally saving things for weeks. I, I believe that. That's fair. You talked about how you like you like when movies and TVs anthropomorphize computer viruses and programs did either of you watch reboot as kids what is reboot he says looking at the dates on imdb i think i must have only watched the first season or two but you might have liked it it's a pretty early example of a fully cgi cartoon the animation is rough but it's all about a computer mainframe presented as a city and the people that live there and are forced to play games against the user where the user is always portrayed as a faceless villain character it was a great concept this looks familiar, and I think people, like, use this either as memes or I've seen it. Like, it's one or the other. So it's in your brain for one reason, you just don't know what that reason yeah, is. Yeah, I can't dig out where it came from. But I just saw, like, some, like, YouTube clips, and it's, like, this green face. I think you might recognize it, too. Uh, no, I've never seen this. Um, And I think, based on just, like, the terrible animation, that this would probably be for, for memes. You might yeah. have seen it. I don't know. But I would guess that based on just like what this looks like to me, this shouts memes. Yeah. 
report back if you think that this was from that they've used these characters for memes because I think that they have. The idea of combining Wes writes different animation styles is such a cool concept, and I love that it's starting to gain more traction. Combining different animation styles like CGI with hand-drawn elements for emphasis and style. Spider-Verse really took advantage of this in a big way. You can see how different characters are drawn and animated differently. A big thing they talked about when it first came out was how Peter B. Parker is animated on ones every frame, but Miles Morales is animated on twos every other frame, because it made his movements less smooth to show how inexperienced and out of control he was at the beginning. I'm no expert, but there's a YouTube channel you might know called Corridor Digital, C-O-R-R-I-D-O-R Digital, Corridor Digital, where I learned about some of this stuff. They primarily focus on CGI, and I've learned a lot about these processes from them, but their React series spawned two offshoots, one on stunts, one on animation. Mm. They get industry pros to sit down and discuss their favorite movies and shows and talk about how they achieve some styles and effects. I highly recommend seeking them out if you're curious. Sounds cool, yeah. Have either of you listened to the Fast and Furious Drift tape since it dropped? I've listened to it a few times while working, and I like it more than I thought I would. My only complaint is that all songs are around two minutes long. How is the music? How is this style of music not full of seven to ten minute songs you just vibe with in the background? Anyway, there doesn't seem to be any actual connection to Fast and Furious, but it's pretty good. That's it for today. Until next time, stay furious, Wes. I listened to the songs as they came out, but I didn't listen to them... As, as a, a mixtape, yeah. No, I didn't listen to them either way, because I was hoping... We talked about this a little bit. Like, we're, I'm hoping that this isn't, like, the soundtrack. It's not. It's a separate you thing. You said, yeah, yeah, you said this. So that's what kind of turned me off. But no, I, I haven't listened to it like that. To be honest, like, recently I've been listening to just a ton of classic rock radio again. It's just very comforting right now. You boomer. I know, I know. Alexa, Alexa, play bad to the bone. Oh no, she's gonna do it. Stop. Okay, that was it. That was a boomer joke that I almost made happen. But okay. I think the shorter things. I think the reason they're shorter is because it's you just get more streams. They they generate more money. Ah, you're a good. That's a good point, bud. Yeah, who wants to make a seven minute song when when you can make four two minute songs? Like that's why yeah. Drake's new album had like forty five songs or whatever because like. If you play the album, it counts it. Yeah. Oh, that's so smart. And it's like one billion streams on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, if like that's really funny. Like one of the albums I really like is this, uh, by this artist, Tierra Whack. And it came out in 2018 called Whack World. And it's 15 songs are all a minute long. And it's great. It's so good. But they're all like, they. it's like the best part of a song. It's just like, it's like a hook and a chorus and a hook. And like, you're out. And it's just like, oh, cool. Okay. So, like, it doesn't always work, but, like, when it works, it's good. So, I think that's probably why. But also, like, if you want, like, just, like, there's, like, just, like, YouTube, like, lo-fi chill, like, beats the chill to or whatever. And, like, there's, like, live streams that never end or, like, 13-hour versions of whatever. Like, you can find any of that kind of stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. Um, But that's all the email. Good. Another great email bag. That's a great email bag. If you want to email in, family at cageclub.me. Also, you mentioned in response i think to michael moser about the minute document uh too fast forever.com the patreon if you want to join from either a, even a dollar a month you get all the bonus episodes we also get access we don't talk about enough to the minute documents and the minute quizzes and all sorts of stuff plus handwritten notes stickers love and affection pick True. what we want to watch all True. at too fast to forever.com we have a store also at t public just search for too fast to forever go over there do that thing and leave us a review on iTunes if you have not, or Apple Podcasts or whatever they call it today, because that helps, please, and thank you. But Joe, the question on everyone's lips, is Dwayne Johnson in Fast X? 
What if we watch a trailer and he is? I will shit myself. Again, this is a difficult time to do this because this episode will be out. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, who's the one person that we don't know is in the movie that you get most excited about if they're in the movie? Would it be Dwayne Johnson or would it be, like, Robert Pattinson? Like, or Timothy Chalamet? Like, who would you be most excited about? To to be honest, to be honest, Keanu, man. Mm, he was yeah. rumored last time. If we get like a tiny glimpse of Keanu in the trailer, I will be real amped. Because remember, the F9 trailer spoiled Han coming back, right? So yes. they don't save things. They spoil them. They shoot their low. They shoot their shot, right? So oh yeah, we might get a huge thing on Friday. I don't know. As you're listening, you know this, you know, main feed people, but you know. Yeah, that, and I think that's a realistic choice, too. You know what sure. I mean? Like, I, I don't think that you can add Timmy or, like, our Pats here. Like, we would have heard about it. You know what I have mean? Have you seen the Timothy Chalamet Apple TV Plus commercials? I don't know. They're really funny. Are they? Yeah, it's like him watching, like, scrolling through Apple TV Plus. He's just like, man, all these actors on Apple TV Plus, and I'm not on Apple TV Plus. Come on, Apple, give me a call. Like, they're just, like, the versions of that, but, like, they're really good. Like, I think there's going to be a Super Bowl one. There's, like, been two or three already, like... I feel like I mean, I've seen him in a commercial, wonderful. but I also, like, we were just talking about with someone <laughs> that I don't remember commercials a lot, so. No, that was before the episode. That was me talking about the Gatorade. But yeah, we were talking about that before. Oh, okay, yeah. Either yeah, either way, you were talking. Yeah, the Gatorade G Fit. Pretty good, if you're out there listening. Joe, extracurricular activities. What have you been up to in the last three weeks? Not anything super duper crazy. We went to go... Okay. Uh, we did go visit Rachel's parents in Delaware, and we went for this this thing called Fire and Ice, Joey. Fire Festival and Ice Festival? Yeah, like Somerville and Winterville. A little joke for our Zack Attack listeners there. Right? Because didn't he go to summer, Summerland? Summerland and Winterland, sorry. That's, oh, Summerland. Yeah, Summerland was that's the what show. I meant. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So it was like this essentially like a bar crawl every bar kind of makes like a specialty drink they use either this uh kind of local vodka or kind of local bourbon i mean not bourbon uh rye it's a sagamore Mm -hmm. rye and they make like specialty drinks with them and you go around and you get like a short pour of all the drinks and then they have ice sculptures and it was a lot of fun and some of the bars do like themes that well there is a theme for the whole thing and the theme was movies actually so like uh there was like the bar at the golf course had like a caddyshack uh gopher and then you know like you go around you drink all day and uh it was a lot of fun but that was like the main like excitement uh thing that i've been up to but i've been saving this okay i might have the best new reality tv show for you not for me oh for me that definitely not for you it's called milf manor i've heard about it i mean i think i heard you talk about it on an episode but i also think i've heard about it in the wilds but go on oh wait no i saw a headline that was like it it basically seems to encourage incest or has an incest problem or something like that so the premise is that there's a bunch of older ladies Mm -hmm. that show up to like this resort Mm -hmm. and they're like we're here to date young boys we like young boys and we know it and joe where do they get those young boys from each other yep because turns out all the Which, male what channel is this on? Uh, I it's on Discovery TV Plus, but we also think it's on TLC too. Par for the course, got it. Yeah, yeah, it, it totally tracks. 
it turns out all the male contestants are their sons mm-hmm. who like older women, mm-hmm. presumably because their moms are kind of old skeezers. Paging Dr. Freud. Yeah. They're all in this house together, and you have mother-son dynamics, while the other mothers are trying to bang the other sons. I'm going to ask a question I actually don't want to know the answer to, but I want to continue this on air. Do the mothers and sons talk about the other people they're betting? Like, oh, yo, check out who I hooked up with last night. Not, Not like that. They definitely make them play weird sexual games in front of each other. And two... There's a lot of, like, I don't think she's the right MILF for you. Or, like, this other boy is not good for my mom situations. Or, mm-hmm. like, mom, I'm really attracted to that other mom. But not directly yet through the first four episodes that I've seen. It's not like, oh, like, she's a good lay or something. The one mom did tell the other mom that her son told her that she that he has a really big wiener. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt hearing and watching that. Unfortunate. It's very I, I very feel like, I feel like the creepy thing and like it's it, it all like parent like any like really close dynamic like this like with like open about sexuality to me at least is uncomfortable, but I feel like the mother son thing is like somehow it's maybe not as bad as like daddy daughter. But, like, it's pretty close. Like, it's also, like, I think if it was, like, somehow if it was, like, moms and daughters or dads and sons, it'd be like, okay, like, that's kind of, like... But they can't try to bang the other ones, you know? I mean, well, like, they don't have to be... I mean, if it's a queer, terrible show, yeah. But, like, it's just, ugh. You see pretty much immediately why all these people were single. The dynamic of, like... Well, yeah, because they're willing to go on a show like Yes! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the level of insane you have to be to go on a show that's, like, I'm trying to bang younger people, then your son shows up, and they're, like... You're, like, I'll stay. Wait, so do they know... Did did they know that this was the premise for the show? No, they didn't. It's, like, in the first episode, and they're, like, here's all the guys, and they're, like, behind a curtain, and they're, like, oh, look at all these hot guys. And then they, like, drop the curtain, and they're, like, why is my son here? And, like, why is my son here? Why is my mom here? Yeah. No, I think the sons did know, though. Like, the sons get added in, and they're like, I'm going to try to bang all my mom's friends. And they're like, cool. You know? Because it's like... Okay. Ugh. <laughs> it's, dude, it's so weird. Anyways, it's like Temptation Island levels of chaos. I'm a huge fan. I've been really, really liking it. Um, If you like really, really bad, gross reality TV, like I do, I highly recommend it. I will pa- well, okay, uh, sure. I will pass, but I'm glad no. I'm that- saying like if you if if you like this genre in in the genre of cringe, horrible rally television, this is top tier. It's like as good as Temptation Island for me. Other things, uh, I have the Oscar movie list, but we have time and we've been watching. When are the Oscars? Of oh, I have the list right in front of me. Fifteenth March, fifteenth March twelfth, close yes, Sunday. Yeah. March 15th is my dad's birthday, and I knew it was, like, right around there. Um, Ooh, the, the Ides of March. The Ides of March. Yes, it is. That's exactly what that is. And um, so we've been watching a lot of sports because sports is kind of wrapping up now. Well, I mean, football's wrapping up, and... I watched part of that flag football bullshit. It was so terrible, in my opinion. Did you watch any of, like, the games? I think the games thing I watched fun. the game. Yeah, no, I watched the game, because Bob came up to do some podcast recording, and we went out to well, lunch. Well, like, the worst part, bud. It was bad. It was just, it was bad. I thought it was bad. 
the flag, dude, but honestly, like, the past couple Pro Bowls have really, really sucked. Like, as, like, a competitive game, like, it seemed like everybody was kind of mailing it in. I think you at least got some competition in the flag football game. It was the combination of nobody knowing what the rules to flag football were versus... Well, like, I, I think the, the Pro Bowl is always a joke. The MLB All-Star game is always usually pretty bad. The NHL All-Star game is pretty bad. Like, this round robin is, like, a little bit better, but still pretty bad. Like, the NBA one is fun only because, like, no one plays defense. and just, like, a bunch of crazy, like, uh, you know, dunks, dunks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I almost feel like they shouldn't play a game. They should just, like, have the honor of being, like, named an All-Star and then just do, like, home run derby or the skills competition or whatever because that's always the dunk contest whatever yeah so the thing with the nhl one i think it's just personality wise of hockey players like the the nhl skills competition this year seemed like it was like really cool if you didn't try okay so that felt like really bad like back in the day it used to be like no this was like a fucking competition like these dudes wanted to win like even if it's like you know you get like one little stupid trophy for like hardest shot like they would fucking try so like you have like a combination now of like guys that are trying and guys that are like i'm just gonna be like a silly goose in this and you're like well that's not i get that they're forcing you to do it kind of but like also stop like be competitive but i guess you know that's just the wave yeah right oh so like yeah haven't been watching a ton of movies but have been watching um the last of us now you you've never had a PS3, PS4, PS5. You never played these games, right? I had a PS3, but I never played these games. Did you know anything about the games or the world at all before you started seeing the show or no? Only from you cuz I remember you telling me about playing The Last of Us Part 2. Okay, cool. Okay. On here. What- but like it was always just like, "Oh, I'm playing The Last of Us Part 2. The game's really 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 good." So what do you think? What do you think so far through four episodes? So are, are we going to spoilers or no spoilers? Let's do spoilers. I'll mark a time. Yeah, spoilers. If cause... you've not seen it, skip ahead. Look in the description. Skip yeah. ahead. Um, I really like it. I really, really like it. I don't think there's anything to not like about it. It's a fun, like, expansive zombie world. But the thing that I like the most about it mm-hmm. is, like, okay, I'll give you a prime example from the first episode. When they're in the car and she's in the backseat in the first episode, the way that it is shot is the most realistic I've ever come to a video game cut screen in a movie ever. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah, okay. That's good. In video games, there's often times where you are like in the backseat, right? And it's a cut screen and like you see ahead and then they like turn around or look in the rear view and you see something happening and like something blows up on the side of you and the car's like you know reversing now and like all this stuff and i've never seen it nailed so fucking good as it does in this in this show and also there's like many parts that are like near the end of an episode that feels like like it's loading the next level i will say of the four episodes i don't think it's a surprise the fourth episode is the most like the game where it's okay. like they're driving for a while and then just cut ahead and like they're they're at their destination or whatever and there's like conflicts and there's like you know you know fights and there's gunfights and you know yes. you're trying to escape and whatever yeah and even though there's no uh you know and like the the only enemies in the fourth episode are humans not you know the creatures not the zombies not the mushroom people whatever not the infected yes. clickers the clickers clickers they're not all clickers clickers are one of the types of them oh okay um, i didn't know this yeah because uh, there's other crazier things that you will eventually they've, they've alluded to they've hinted at um 
it's it's definitely the closest because like most of what the games are are like basically 45 minutes of you like walking around like an empty world looking for scraps because like so much of the games is like looking for things then like finding workbenches and combining to make items like cloths oh. and screws and alcohol and whatever and like or you can make bandages you can make like Molotov cocktails or whatever oh okay, so like cool. a lot of it's just like this. exploration and then sort of out of nowhere you'll either run into the infected or you'll run into humans or whatever and you'll have to either like hide from them or combat them or whatever so the fact that like so much of the fourth episode was like just them with nobody else around felt most like the game and then when there was the confrontation it was like okay here we go that's very cool i didn't know that do you think that if if rachel played the game would she like it as a non-very video gamey person, like more like story, the adventure part sounds like yes, but she does really bad in conflict situations because like she's not video I, game I trained. Think the game is hard. The game is hard in like okay, in terms so of because no. it's like it's like very much inventory management and it's very much not like if, if you're if she's that not like really that part's adept I think she at like, like well if if she's not like great at like headshotting things or whatever yeah, like if she's like that. it you're, you're gonna run out of bullets very quickly. Okay. You could probably, like, lower the difficulty, but I think, like, if she enjoys the world, like, I don't, so, I don't know if I've ever made this recommendation before, but, like, this is good. I think that the show itself is, like, worth, like, it's, it's like, it's a, a fair substitution. Or she could, like, watch, like, a Let's Play or something on YouTube, which is, like, somebody. Oh, like a walkthrough just to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, if I want to, like, learn, okay. The feel of it that I was getting from the show was, like, you're saying, I thought that it was, like, a lot of, like, creeping around, exploring, finding a thing, mm-hmm. finding where you want to go, I'm sure collecting items, whatever, whatever. But then I was, like, if there is, like, difficult battle parts. Yeah, no, it's mostly, like, it's a lot of, like, very low-key, you just walking around, talking to one another, and then there's just, like, a very intense combat scene that you, like, have to get through, and then... You know, it's not it's not like other like like Halo or whatever, where it's like there's like little guys throughout most of the level. And like there's like, you know, you get to a hallway where there's like a couple of like big guys or whatever. It's like there's nothing. And then there's just like something chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's doable, but I think it'd be tough. But I think like the, the the bigger issue is that they're they're on consoles that you don't have. Like if they were on like Switch or something, I'd be like, you know, you could borrow it or if or not Switch. Yeah, you have a Switch. Like if they're on Switch, I got like you could borrow it or whatever. But like. It's tough to try out a thing on a thing that you don't have, right? But Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. My friend today was like, why? He's like, I really like the show, but like, why are people losing their minds about it? Because I think it's good, but I don't think it's like one of the best shows of all time. I'm like, I think a lot of it just because like there's never been a really good video game adaptation. And this is the best video game maybe of all time. And it's like a worthwhile, well-made adaptation. Yeah. And the, the, I think the acting is good. I think that the show looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's filling a void that we have right now where we don't really have like a like a zombie show kind of situation. You know what I well, mean? Well, yeah, because Walking Dead ended, yeah. And it's playing when there's like like House of Dra- House of Dragon isn't on right now. We have we have all been sort of through the last twenty five ish years trained to be like whatever's on Sunday night on eight, at eight o'clock on HBO is good something to watch. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think that 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 plays into it too. And I also think that, like, the whole, like, one episode a week, like, if, if all 10 episodes You're or 12 so episodes or whatever right, were dude. out, people would just be like, oh, yeah, so I watched it all. Like, you want to talk about it? It's like, well, I only watched three. I think HBO has really crushed this. I saw somebody else tweet this. This isn't an original thought, but they were like, the once a week release is the way to make people very hype. Mm-hmm. HBO and Disney are the only ones really doing it. 
Yeah. Showtime too. Showtime too. Like Yellow Jackets, I think was very much benefited. I mean, I think Yellow Jackets is a good show, but like also, I think it was very heavily benefited by the fact that there's only one at a time. And I kind of agree with it. Like I was always like a binge binge watch everything person. Mm-hmm. No, I'm back on the like. I don't mind it once a week because it it keeps everybody updated, right? Like even with our friends being a little bit behind, like. It, when we talk in like the fantasy hockey chat, it's it's like okay, is everybody caught up yet? And then we're like, what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? Like, and so like maybe it'll take till like Tuesday for everybody mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. watching it to catch up. But like, we'll get to a point where we're like, okay, we we it's still fresh. We can still talk about what just happened, but like also not. I also think that like it it puts like a nice kind of pressure because it's not like oh, I have to watch 10 hours. Like, I have to I have to find an hour or so, you know, a little bit more, a little bit less, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, in the next, like, 24 hours, basically. If you don't watch it Sunday night, like, watch it by, like, Monday, because, like, Tuesday, like, set, like, you know, informal, like, Tuesday morning, we're going to spoil it. So, like, watch it sometime on Monday, right? Or leave the thread yeah. or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it puts, like, a pressure, like, oh, I need to keep up with this because there's another one soon. I can't really fall behind, so... I think, it's, I think it's the right way. Like, I think after all these years of people being like, I want all these episodes. I'm going to spend 13 hours watching Orange is the New Black. It's like, I don't want that, man. I've never liked that. It feels like there's like weird pressure there. Just give me yeah. one episode of a really good show and let us all talk about it for a week and then do it again. And like Netflix, like releasing stuff at midnight. And then it's like, well, like if the show is really, really hype. There's a there's a chance that you could have spoilers by the time you wake up the next yep. morning. Yep. And you're like, fuck me, dude. Like, no. Like, I get that people are actually generally pretty good about this, but, like, there's still a chance, right? Like, that you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't watch Stranger Things, like, starting at midnight and finish at 8 a.m. and, like, spoil it for everyone. Like, ugh. Right. Yeah, I'm still I'm still working on Stranger Things. I am so, you know, put off by those long-ass episode run times. I'm just like, I'd rather watch a movie than an episode because I'm not enjoying it. But, yeah, I'm st- I've seen, like, five of the nine. Ugh. My goal is to finish it before the next season. Okay. So I got good luck. three months maybe to watch four episodes. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Anything else of note in your extracurriculars or any other thoughts about Last of Us? I'm planning now. I ordered some uh, Calabrian chilies mm. and some Padron peppers. Which Did you eat any Padrons when you were in Bar- Barcelona? No, I don't think so. Is that a spicy pepper? No, so they're really cool. They they like have them as tapas a lot. They're like green peppers. They kind of look like... like kind of like a jalapeno kind of like a banana pepper um but they're not spicy and they usually just like kind of just like grill and blister them and they're like a really nice like peppery snack that is very conducive to being grilled but one out of a hundred of them is insanely spicy for no reason okay they're like roulette peppers how does that work genetically like as as a scientist how does one out of a hundred get spicy they all have the capsaicin gene and one of them turns it on okay interesting that's exactly what I would imagine is happening. Like, okay. like what is the mechanism, the biological mechanism that turns it on of one in in the same plant versus all the other ones? I have no idea, but that's what it is. Like they're I, they're all capable of being spicy. How one of them becomes spicy? Maybe it's a little mutation. Maybe it's like a protein. Maybe. So it's- are you growing your own to try to get spicy ones, or are you just trying to get because they have a good flavor profile? No, I just love them. They're, like, a really cool snack. So, like, I want them just as, like, you know, something to throw on the grill that um, I will eat. If I get a spicy one, it won't bother me. Like, I'm not anti-spice. No, I'm not trying to, like, specifically grow a spicy one. I just really like them. So um, I'm going to cool. okay. make them and eat them. So that's what I'm kind of, like, I'm doing, like, mental prep for that kind of stuff, uh, the gardening stuff. Because we're getting there, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. 
it's February. I'll probably start the seeds and the plants inside. And then by the time, you know, it's March and April, then they'll be outside. So Cool. Very cool. That is about it. Otherwise, how about you, brother? What have you been up to? I did the other podcast all going strong. Mike came down. We watched the Cage movie. That way I might have mentioned on a thing. And we did an Elvis. Cool. And then cool. Bob did a couple uh, lottery pot with me. And then we did couple 1999 so just you know i will say the what? movie drop dead gorgeous from 1999 i loved i i watched it the first time and i really really enjoyed that um so if you've not seen drop dead gorgeous you know about drop dead gorgeous have you seen this movie or no? no no i have not we're recording that episode tonight uh, it's a rare two podcasts in one evening for me uh but it's about kirsten dunst and denise richards and a bunch of other people like amy adams and Brittany murphy and everybody in a minnesota small town minnesota beauty contest and it sort of turns murderous and it's just, Ooh. it's really, really, really funny and really good and just genuinely uh, worth watching. So check that out. If you have not seen it, it's very funny, very good. And that's episode will be out on 1999, I think in two weeks, I think on the 20th of February. So if you like that movie, I know that Jason Rainey loves that movie. He was thought we were talking about it on Twitter a little bit. Oh, cool. Um, so very, very good. Also. So I mentioned on the last witch hunter very briefly that I watched enter the dragon for the first time is that one that you, do you remember that? Like, have you seen that? Do you know about that? Do we talk about that? Enter the I know dragon. You like, I know you like Bruce Lee, but have you? Do you? Are you familiar? Is that the do you one with all the mirrors in the claw? Yes, that's mm-hmm. the f- best one, hands down. That's Is like it really. Uh, it's so fucking good. I really love that one. My dad loved that one, so like I'm, I, I, I was impressionable, and he always thought that it was very cool. And I remember because like I feel like in a hundred minutes, there's like two Bruce Lee fights. Like there's nothing that he's doing. There's a fight that at the beginning, and a fight at the end. The claw thing is so fucking cool, though, right? I guess so. I mean, the claw is kind of. I think it's kind of corny. The mirror thing is cool. Other things have like done the mirror thing, like John Wick has done the mirror thing. Well, um, they're all stealing it from fucking. Sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. I don't know. Like, I liked it. I, I the when Bruce Lee was fighting, I was like, this is really, really cool. I just wish that there was more of it. That's fair. I mean, but that's. I, I think that a lot of the Bruce, like the Bruce Lee movies, are always like you're you're getting to a Bruce Lee fight. You're used to like the the Fast and Furious model where it's like set piece, set piece, set piece, set piece. Well, I know, piece. but like I, I just feel like the 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 best version of that was like when we watched Game of Death, but we watched like the the original intended version where he's like oh, fighting yeah. his way up, and I'm just like, this is what I want. Like I know that that's not really a story, but I just feel like there should be more. And there were like other fights and stuff, and I'm just like, this is. I did like that as kind of like a Bond movie. Like it's, it would be kind of my, like one of my favorite Bond movies because he's just like a spy that's going to try to figure out what's going on, on this island. But I don't know. I was I was not disappointed. I thought it was really really good. I just sort of wanted more because like that's like the one that people are like, oh, and the dragon, Bruce Lee. It's like, oh, okay, cool. But like, I don't know. No, it's 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 definitely one of the better ones. I mean, there there's are only kind four. Of... There's what? like there's not that there's not that many. He didn't do that many. He died really early. I think I've seen a bunch of them. How many are there? So Bruce Lee did Enter the Dragon, Fist of Fury, The Way of the Dragon, The Big Boss, Game of Death. I think that's it. Oh, uh, okay. I, I don't think he's done many more than that. No, that would make sense. I Maybe, like, hey, man, we watched Justin Lin thing. I've watched documentaries, all these things. So, like, maybe I just imagine there was a lot more Bruce Lee movies than there were. I mean, like, there were a lot of things, like, maybe in China, but I don't think, like, a lot of these came no. here. And then he had probably small ones. And then he was Cato on the Green Hornet. In the 70s, like, when he was himself, like, he did the big boss, Fist of Fury, The Way of the Dragon, Enter, Enter the Dragon, and then Game of Death. But, like, I think that's it. Like, he doesn't have, like, this, like, crazy... Like, it's not like there's, like, 60 of them and, like, four are good. It's like he's got four, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. True. Which is weird. Not weird. You know, I, I know why, because he died, but it's still yeah. <laughs> weird <laughs> to think about. Yeah. 
saw three movies in theaters. I saw Infinity Pool. Have you heard about Infinity Pool or no? No. I mean, I, I think I did. He- I heard somebody talking about Infinity Pool, but I assumed that they were talking about an Infinity Pool, not right. a movie called Infinity Pool. Okay. This is another one like uh, Glass Onion or like The Menu or like okay. Triangle of Sadness, where it's about how terrible rich people are. Um, but it's pretty good. It's made by Brandon Cronenberg, who is the son of David Cronenberg. His first movie was Possessor, which I loved. This one I did not like as much. But Alexander Skarsgård is good in it. Mia Goth is great in it. Or not? She's she she's Mia Goth in it. Like, do you know Mia Goth from like X and Pearl? And like, do you know? Like, have you seen her around? Like memes me of her on Twitter. Let me see. Shia LaBeouf's wife. Oh yeah yeah yeah. What I saw her in something. She's X, been in a X, handful of things. X. Yeah, she's yeah. She, I, I said X and Pearl. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Okay. So she's like the same kind of like unhinged sort of person in this. It's pretty good. I would not say. I think if you like horror movies, you should probably see it at some point. Um, I was a little disappointed because I was expecting more because I loved Possessor so much. But you know, um, then I saw Women Talking, which I thought was going to be maybe nominated for Best Picture. It got a couple nominations. I think I it. Think. I think it is nominated. Yeah, is Women Talking best is Best Picture. Yep. That's like my most dreadful movie of this Oscar batch. Really? You think so? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, just based on just what the premise seemed like it's about, it seemed like that's just not a movie for me. But. The best picture and best adapted screenplay. Um, it. I don't think you're going to hate it as much as you think you're going to hate okay, it. Okay, cool. Good. That's good to know. It's mostly, I mean, it's very heavy. It's about a group, of, it's like about a town where like just dudes yep. like run amok and rape all the women. Yep, yep. And the women, you know, go into a barn overnight. And they're like, what are we going to do about this? And like, it's basically just them figuring it out. Yep. That does not sound like a movie for me, but okay. Of the t- I mean, you might like it less, the, the least of all of them. I don't know. It's really good though. And like everyone in it is really good. Like the cast is incredible. Like Rooney Mara is great. Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, Jesse Buckley, I think, is incredible. Ben Wishaw, the one dude really in the movie, is great. But Sarah Polly is a great director. Like, it's really, really good. I believe it, yeah. You might not like it, yeah, but I, I'm looking now at the, at the nominees for Best Picture. There's a handful in here that I love that I think you might absolutely hate, so. I don't know. We'll you, find so out. You, wh- which of the ten have you seen so far? The, the very obvious ones. Avatar, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Top Gun. And Top Gun? Gun? Yeah. Okay. That's where I okay. am right now. I'm still at the very beginning of the list, but like I said, okay. uh, Super Bowls this weekend, and then after that, stuff kind of opens up a little bit. So, got you. And we, and we've been recording fucking 100 episodes of Too Fast too. So, well, we have the bonus episode on Friday, and then next week we only have one. No, and I then know. the week I'm after we have joking. two, then one, then one, then one. So like it, it was like I was I was away. Nothing and then there but was like, time. There was like three weeks of two, and then you know we schedule them on non-Penguins days, and then Penguins play on the other days, and then I start drinking, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, watch it's one not of these my fault hammered. that like that the Penguins play 82 games a year. Yeah, I know. It's definitely not. It's, it is <laughs> definitely not has anything to do with you. But and, and like I said, it also like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna start boozing and watch the Penguins, and then like the game's over, and I'm like, oh, we could watch one of these movies, and I'm like, well, I'm half cocked, like I'm not gonna try to like. And watch, it's ten like, o'clock at night. Yeah, it's ten o'clock at night. Like I'm not gonna watch like women talking, trying to figure out their rapes town you know at 10 o'clock half drunk so and then i also saw knock at the cabin the new m night movie which i was a little disappointed i think like most people like this more than i did it just i read the because it's based on the book i did not read the book i read how the book goes and the book feels a lot more interesting okay this feels more m night in the way that he likes to make movies um i think dave bautista is pretty good in it but i just think um it's okay 
Like, it's not bad. Like, I think I liked old, I liked old so much. Like, old I liked his, fun. like, kind of crazy thing, and this sort of feels kind of grounded. And I also feel like the it, it happens early in the movie, but they sort of, they spoil the premise of the movie in the trailer, like, in the second trailer. Oh, and I, I feel didn't like watch I, the trailers, okay. Don't watch it. I feel okay. like, don't watch the trailers. I feel like if I didn't know the, the premise, I'd be like, oh my god, that's what this movie's about? Okay. But, like, they're like, okay, this is why we're here. It's just like, oh, okay. So... Go in blind, you'll probably like it more. Yeah, my buddy watched it, so, like, I had just heard from you that you were like, yeah, you know, maybe wait for a stream, and you were kind of wishy-washy about it. And all the, like, people I saw talking about it online were, like, very polar, right? And I actually saw a tweet that was like, this M. Light Shyamalan movie is either the worst or best one right. he's ever made. Like, that's a great sign, right? And my buddy went to go see it, and he said he really, really, really liked it. So I was like, okay, that just fits in line with you being like, eh, I didn't really like it. I'm definitely gonna watch it because I like I really liked old too, and I like the M Night Shyamalan movies. This is much more grounded than old. Old is a much crazier movie. Okay. Most of the people I follow on Letterboxd gave it like a three, three and a half, like it's right in that range. But like some people gave it as low as one and a half. Some people gave it a four. So like, it's not like people are like the people I follow are not saying like this is the best movie of the year, the worst movie of the year. Just like it's pretty. It's either pretty good or it's just okay. So. I think if you the less you know about it, the better. Cool. I think it's worth seeing if, you, especially like M Night, you like sort of creepy, suspenseful horror movies, whatever. I just don't think it's worth going out and spending you know fourteen bucks on a ticket or whatever to see, right? So fair, makes sense. Um, or if you sit in the front row and save two dollars, that AMC's beautiful new idea, dude, dude. I know. By the by the way, can I like uh, can we cut in some sports updates? Yeah, there's been some wild things that have happened. Uh, Antonio Brown came out this week and says that James Harrison, who was on his own team, gave him CTE. Interesting. He said he wore an illegal helmet for years. And that's what he said. Ever since he hit him, he's been real aggressive. So James Harrison's the cause of his CTE. Okay. Has he ever, has he been diagnosed as having CTE? You can't really confirm it until you're dead and they do an autopsy. So, but he's basically saying, I'm crazy because James Harrison made me this way. Yeah. A man who played on his own team. Right. Well, this is similar. It's not similar, but it's similar in personality types. Like Kyrie Irving got traded from the Nets to the Mavs. Oh, and yeah. He he deleted his apology because he tweeted a link to like a uh, an anti-Semitic video. And yep. people got mad and he got suspended for it. And he eventually like put out a, an apology. And he deleted the apology, but said he, quote, still stands by it. It's like, well, why would why would you delete it? What do you what are we doing? Kyrie's a fucking mess, though, dude. The Kyrie memes have been great. They're like him getting traded was hilarious because they're like sending Kyrie Irving to the land where JFK got murdered. It's just yeah, like that. too yep. beautiful. Like it's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's such a conspiracy. If for anybody that doesn't know, he's way into conspiracy theories. He believes the earth is flat. Yeah. He's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's like beyond borderline dangerous. Like the platform he has and like the, the freedom and the, like the amount at which he says crazy shit is, yeah, scary yeah and it seems like you know everybody kind of gets annoyed with him he wasn't allowed to play for the nets at home for like half of a season because he didn't get the vaccine yep. he didn't get the vaccine and new york wouldn't let you work without the vaccine and that was considered work so he would have to play away games only and everybody seemed to be okay with it it was just fucking weird the other thing i want to talk to you about is they they've been doing pressers because the super bowl's this weekend right did you see some of the questions they asked nick sirianni the other day I don't watch, no. They asked him two amazing questions to start this week off of Super Bowl okay. press. One was, 
if if you would let anybody on your team date your daughter, who would it be? And he said, well, she's four. Okay. Gotta love journalism. Yeah. The other question, and my favorite one, was somebody asked him, do you think that this Sunday is a must-win game? He and what said, did he say? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's just... He's like, these fucking idiots. Like, how did they send these morons to ask me questions? Is the Super Bowl a must-win game? Who would you let date your four-year-old daughter? Bro, what the fuck are we talking about here? Right. Uh, sorry to derail your things, but... No, that's, that's fine. That's, that's the... <laughs> that's sports talk. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching NBA because I feel like I just want to oh, have yeah. something like background noise on. Did you, watch, did you watch LeBron break the record last night? I sure did. That's pretty cool. I yeah. love because he's like I, I watched like I was a I was I got back into basketball and I was a Cavs fan because of him and then I got all pissy when he went to the Heat and then I got back into it and went back to the Cavs and like once he won the Cavs like I, I didn't I didn't grow up with like this Cavs championship track like people in Cleveland did but like once he won them a title I was like okay cool like and now you know I don't begrudge him anything and like it was just really cool like I love like he's he's probably great. my favorite player of all time and just like he was so dominant last night until he like clearly like ran out of steam when he was just like emotionally drained after he broke the record but like. I love him, man. He's great. He's the best. He's the best of all time. So yeah, I mean, having the most points ever, like you know, that's that's a lot of points. So. And it's never going to be broken. I think that that's what people are saying because like no one's anywhere close, and like the amount of time, just time, it is, yeah, it's insane. Because he's how old is he? Like thirty eight, thirty nine. He just turned thirty eight. Yeah. And he's getting better. Yeah, it's like because he's never really gotten hurt. He's always been good. He had an extra year because like he did. He could come straight out of high school. Like all these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Factored in. I don't think that we're gonna get. Yeah, I don't think that we're gonna get anyone to break it. It's like it's like Gretzky's. I mean, Gretzky. Like Ovi's pushing Gretzky's goal record right now. He's never gonna like Gretzky. Still has like a thousand points on everyone. Well, there. Who was I reading? Was it Connor McDavid or was there somebody else? What? Who's the guy on Toronto? Austin Matthews. Yeah, I think they were saying either Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews could break the record, but like they basically can't get hurt, and they're both young, right? It's like they, yeah, they have to like consistently put up two points a game, not miss games, and play until they're like thirty-five. Right. Because like I, I was reading, because like the the Athletic was doing like their NHL seventy-five, like counting people down, and like oh yeah, when, yeah, it's yeah. A, when it's a headline like Austin Matthews could break Rescue's record, I'm like okay, I will read about this. And it was basically just like the math isn't they're, impossible. They're they're prolific enough early enough that they could do it eventually, but they need to play for another like fifteen years and like kind of still beat time without like slumping too like without getting too much worse over time just as people get older oh, and yeah. also not get hurt. And like if all of that goes well, then maybe. They'll right? get close. Yeah. They yeah. could they could get close to it. And that's and that's also like factoring in this is a team sport, so like Mm-hmm. Your points are going to be dependent on like you being on a decent team, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and there's not really super teams anymore in the NHL because we have a hard cap and like it's really tight. So like you don't really have like a team like when Gretzky was doing it, like there was no cap, right? He could just have whoever else he wanted, right? And who wouldn't want to play with him, right? Yeah. So yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, I also a friend of the show, Melissa Lyman, who no longer listens to the show but still gives us a dollar a month. Be like Melissa, give us a dollar a month on Patreon. She threw a surprise birthday party for her husband, Casey, who I was one of my college roommates. So we went to New York over the weekend and did uh, karaoke. I'm like, does Casey like karaoke? And then he loved it. He like, I think we decided he likes being the center of attention. And like people were just like loving for his birthday and like, you know, singing and whatever. So 
It was fun. Okay, it was, good. It was nice she, to see all them. But she she planned a surprise karaoke birthday without knowing if he liked karaoke. Well, no, or you no, didn't know if he liked karaoke. I didn't know. Okay. Apparently, he had mentioned it like a month before, and she was like, oh, I know. I have an idea. So she That's planned a fun though. thing. So, yeah. And you were roommates and never did karaoke. That's not that's not my speed. That's like a Larson speed. That's not a my speed. That but I, I that's what I figured. I can't sing. I can't sing. So it's I have no voice, so I can't really do it. So like I would play rock band, but even like in a rock band, like I don't think he really he didn't give a shit about rock band. So I think I just sort of assumed like, oh, you know, you just hate music. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Yeah. Um, but that's all the uh, extracurriculars, I think. But Joe, let's watch the Furious Seven trailer. We just did the episode a couple weeks ago with Montez. Furious Seven. Uh, you also should we watch this trailer and then watch the legacy trailer too? Oh, I would I wouldn't mind that. And you'll ju- you'll you'll see how much better these are. Okay, yeah, that's fun. So that's the second one. Are you ready to watch the the this is the, the original two, theatrical the trailer? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, posted eight years ago on November one, twenty fourteen. Three, two, one, play. Now again, this is one where I feel like I probably saw this in theaters. Probably a bunch. Like, this might be the first one I saw, like, a lot. Yeah, I think we definitely watched this a lot. I wasn't on no trailer time, and we saw the movie in theaters, so. I like the mystery of this. Like, you don't know that they're in a plane until it's like, now yeah. it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, also, of course we know Furious 7, because this is the one jumping from building to building, Cars Don't Fly. Like, I remember this being in the Super Bowl commercial. Ah, oh, that's right, yeah. So yeah, 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 I for sure have seen this. I don't know if I remember it all, but I know that I've seen this a bunch. Well, we've seen the movie too, so. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. This is also wild, because this is like, again, compared to the Legacy trailer, you'll see, but like, there's so much to this one stunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're showing you this whole stunt scene. There's no stay them here. There's no see you again. No. Like, the things that you remember from this movie, we're a minute in. I'm gonna get you out of here. You're gonna have to jump. This is weird, man. Like, it's good, but it's, it's weird. just the. Yeah, it's like essentially like just this set piece. Okay, bus over the thing. Brian runs up it. Yeah. Oh my god, is he gonna make it? It's a very... I remember that part being in the trailer. So we're a minute 30 into a 2.40 trailer, and we're now getting to, like, what the movie's actually about. Okay, Han blows up, Statham shows up. They're back in L.A., there's Hobbs. You're like, okay, looks like a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. That is gotta go to work. Vengeance. Oh, they said oh, they, oh. they showed that in the trailer. Okay, the flexing out of the cast. Yeah. I mean it's it's badass, I get why. And here we go. Oh, they're they're slowly cutting to and from. Natalie Emmanuel looking good in a bikini. You and your friends are a part of it now. I don't have friends. I got Uh oh. That was it. Are they gonna show? The buildings? Maybe that was only in the Super Bowl version. Okay, so they don't show the, the building the building. Okay, so that's a trailer, you know. Okay. Now, Fury 7 Legacy trailer posted this week. I'm ready when you are. Are you ready? All right, three, two, one, play. Starts with them. Okay. 
faster, bus over, through the bus. So what the old trailer does in a minute, minute and 30. this trailer does in 13 seconds. Yeah. Yep, 13 oh, seconds. So this was gonna be a street fight? Oh, that is gonna go to work out. Arm break of the cast, yeah. Body slam. Chicken. Glamour shot. Beach shot. This is a world that doesn't play by your rules. And you and your friends are a part of it now. Let's do this. Ronda Rousey in this one? Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't have friends. I got family. It's so good. Oh yeah. That just get I did I literally just got a chill. I know. Wow. I did it again. Like I saw that like three hours ago and I watched it again. How much better is that? Incredibly. I mean it's it's spoilery as all hell, but in terms of like No, you know what, what? makes these movies this movie? You know what I think that, that we're suffering from? Is that this is another you know one the of context these... already? No, no, no. It's too long. The two forty two of the first one is yeah. what it's suffering from. And like mm -hmm. if you, if trailers were just a minute long I know that that would probably be super frustrating to people like trying to sell movies that aren't Fast and the Furious. But like, if you have a blockbuster movie, the trailer should be like a minute long. Well, like they do like teaser trailers are normally like a minute, but yeah, like I mean, the trailer we're gonna watch on Friday that we've already watched if you're on the main feed is like three, like over three minutes. Like they've already confirmed it's like more than three minutes. You're just like okay, like that's too much. Yeah, like the extended trailers, like those really are like. Yeah. God yeah. damn, why do I want a four-minute section of this movie? We've we've talked about this before, too. But Well, the other thing, so, like, the, the upside to this, right? Like, you, so instead of doing 25 minutes of trailers where you spoil the shit out of, like, 12 movies or 10 movies or whatever, you do 12 minutes, 12 movies. Like, you get, like, a yeah, better theater yeah. experience. You're still selling 12 movies. You can make them more mysterious. Be like, oh, I want to go see that, right? Like... Yeah, and, and when they're cut faster, you're, you're not like, oh, like, I saw the entire set piece of right. them falling out of the plane, landing, stopping the bus, getting onto the bus, Brian jumping off. The, like, you're going to be like, oh, I, I remember, like, him getting on the cliff, you know, but, like, you won't remember all of it because it's just too fast, so. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating that, like, they spoil that entire... That one, you know, jumping out of the plane, like, onto the island. Like, that whole thing is just basically entirely in the trailer. Yep. Like, that's why, like, when, when Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, the trailers, and, like, it was, like, Tom Cruise hanging on the side of the plane, I'm like... God damn it, guys. Like, why'd you spoil this stunt? Like, this is so cool. Like, this is incre incredible. Like, this is, like, the craziest thing I've ever seen. Why'd you spoil this? And then you watch the movie, and that's the first scene in the movie. You're like, oh, okay. So if they're starting here, where are that they going to go? That's fair. Like, exactly, like this yeah. This is, like, the middle of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not the beginning. That's for sure. But, yeah, you and Rachel tonight should spend, like, eight minutes and watch the eight things, because, like, they're all really cool like the the better movies are like better like the too fast i'm just like okay i it's 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 better than the too fast trailer but i'm like all right but like like the tokyo drift one's incredible this one's great so check yeah, it out. i'm down and again we said it before but if you're out there you've not watched the legacy trailers they're all on youtube they're all on vin's instagram the final thing to do before we pack it up and come back on friday or you know whenever for the trailer is the too fast too furious minute minute 82 oh Navigator. 
All right, money's in transit. Sit tight. So in this minute, Enrique makes the sign of the cross, fearing for his life as Brian drives. We cut to the airport, where Markham is leading a troop of police through the grass. Markham sees a black SUV approach, which he phones information he phones into Bilkins. Roman and Brian continue to speed down the highway to evade the police. They turn off at a highway exit, causing cop cars to crash. As they speed ahead, they make another turn as the minute ends. And Joe, I was so excited that we were off the highway, and then all of a sudden we're back on the highway, and then we're off the highway again. But I was like, oh, we're, uh, we're, oh, mm." Not necessarily the best, like you said. We're still kind of on the highway, but we're getting there. We're, We're near the end of this. I feel like you shine when they're making turns, and they make two turns in this minute. Oh, the, the Joe turn theory for the minute? All right, that's the name of the, that's the name of the minute, the Joe Turn theory. <laughs> the Joe Turn theory. That's yeah. a good that's a good band name, the Joe Turn theory. So what did you what did you find? Because like in terms of the stuff, I find we see the strike team. There's the yeah. song. It's the same song. It comes back. Whatever. Uh, Markham is the only one of like the nine or more cops that are in is in short sleeves. Just like he's the one to pay attention to. But like there's two lines of dialogue. Markham and Bilkins. Like there's nothing here of note for me. But you got a bunch of stuff. So what did you find here? What's interesting of note in minute eighty two? One of the coolest things is the plane from the tail feather, the tail yes. number. So I found the plane. The gun Markham had, a bunch of signs, the quick shot when he has like the binoculars on. But my favorite thing, which was something that you pointed out, uh, I have two like main things. First one, found the the runway that they're at. Okay. I put it in the notable moments trivia part. This is like a training runway. So um, other things in movies have been, like, shot there. It's, like, a good runway for a situation like this, right? So um, found it. Found it on Google Maps. You can kind of read about that, too. It's called the Dade Collier Training and Transition Center. Ooh. But my favorite thing that I found, which was a a piece of something that you had already put in the document, was Mm. I found the Golden It's still there? (laughs) Yeah, I think it is. Because I, like, I looked at, like, the last, like, um landmark i had where the exit was like in the the outlets and it's like right there so i don't know i can't confirm that it's actually like off the exit well so like so the main picture here does not look the same but the third picture down looks like the same kind of sign so i think i mean that's probably like what they had everywhere but like they no, they definitely they definitely updated it um but i'm saying like physically it is very close to where they just took this exit. Okay, okay. So okay. if it's, like, how many Golden Corrals that they have in that area, there's only, like, I think two in, like, pretty much all of Miami, and this is, like, very close to where they were and still exists. So, like, it might have moved, like, you know how sometimes, like, things, like, will move, like, a building or two over, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, but I don't think it did. I'm sure that they just updated it, and it is this Golden Corral that they pass. Have you been to Golden Corral? Because I have not. 
No, I have not been to a Golden Corral. It's funny because they're a buffet, so like just scrolling through the pictures, and there's just one yeah. person who just did a picture of like an entire plate of desserts, and I'm just like, oh god, this is. It looks amazing, but it's also like you don't need this many desserts. Whoever this is, dude, you don't need a cookie and a brownie and apple pie and ice cream and other cookies and other desserts. So, in Pittsburgh, we had two different versions, which I think are very similar to Golden Corral and like Sizzler. We had Hosses, and okay. we had Ponderosa. Did you have either? No, but Ponderosa is based on like Bonanza. Ponderosa was also like movie and stuff like this. Well, yeah, I mean the Ponderosa, like the Ponderosa Ranch is like what the the TV show Bonanza, like that's where it was set. Yeah, but this yeah, whole yeah. podcast, I think it's it's the whole thing. But yes, okay, I, I know about that, but I've never been to. I think the only buffets I've really been to are like in Vegas. Yeah, these these specifically, from what it looks like, I'm not sure. Golden Corral fans, you can correct me, but I think that these are these places like. At least in Hosses and Ponderosa, you would come in and you would order a steak, right? It okay. wasn't like a mm-hmm, great mm-hmm. steak or a great steakhouse, and and you would order it at a counter, like like what would be at least again Hosses Ponderosa. You'd walk in, there was like a line. You would like order a steak from the board that's like above them, and it's like pretty much like a fast food kid that's like mm-hmm. ringing you out. You know, pick your size, cook whatever. And then you would like go behind him, they would seat you, give you a number, start cooking your steaks, and you would have a giant buffet that would be like, you know, you. I think you maybe had to add, it was like, it comes with a steak, or like, costs $6 without a steak, whatever, 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 or like you add it for 2 bucks, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you would have this giant buffet as well and like i would go here all the time with my grandparents like they fucking loved it like i think like the closest thing we ever got to was like like Char- do you have charlie brown's up by you charlie brown's no. steakhouse no uh i don't know if that's the where that is but they there were some i think a lot of them closed but there were a bunch yeah. in new jersey and like they would you would have like a salad bar but like the salad bar was like a mini buffet kind of thing um also i, think I feel like i talked about like forever ago on this show but like the wendy's that was near ish me growing up had yep. like a salad, salad bar. bar that was also a taco bar which is also a dessert bar and like that was the best like i had wendy's so many times Dude, without ever having like a burger or fries the fucking pizza hut buffet bar still i wish i had that to this day I didn't really do Pizza Hut. We never. We just had like we grew up uh, with real pizza. No offense to Pizza Hut. So we never really did. No, Pittsburgh had real pizza food. too. But I, I know, like but I we s- didn't. Yeah, we didn't really do. Just like our family just didn't do that. Dude, the Pizza Hut buffet though, like it's exactly what you'd imagine. I guess like now you have like CC's. I've never been to a CC's, but that's kind of the same deal. Like, I always wanted just, to go to CC's, but I never went to a CC's. Yeah, you would just like you know you pay, and then they would bring out like, like whatever the fuck they were making back there. And you'd get like a pan sausage and mushroom, mm, or you mm-hmm, would get mm-hmm. like a thin crust pepperoni, and they would always have like a cheese and a whatever. But like, right. and then they also had dessert pizzas too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so fucking good. So I looked up Golden Corral. There's one in New Jersey that's temporarily closed, and then there's one in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, and then there's one in the Bronx. So like, I'm not going to the Bronx for a Golden Corral. If I make it to New York City, I need to reserve my food. Like, for I need real, for real food. Not like not necessarily real food, but just like food. Like I have so many things that like I crave when I go there, or yeah. like interesting things you could get that like Probably go there. Get free for... hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, like you know, like if I go to the city and I'm like not hitting Katz's Deli, but like I'm at Golden Corral and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Right. Right. Like, yeah. Well, like my sister used to like love going to the city and like going to Olive Garden. My my parents were like, why? She's like, that's where I want to go. So, like, she went to Olive Garden. I mean, she's the Times developed one. her palate. But, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, like, for, like, four or five times in a row, they will, they would only go – because that's Do a, you remember the Vice eat. article about this? That I, did I talk to you about this? 
I sent you the Gawker article about Friday's endless app. So you're talking about, I that? Love talking about that. different. Yeah, this is different. There's there's a Vice article about Olive Garden in Times Square was selling like eight hundred dollars all you could eat Olive Garden tickets for like New Year's Eve. Whoa, okay. They had like a DJ. They like walked you out to like see the ball drop and stuff like this. The article is just wild. I I, I highly recommend it. It's on it's on par with the Gawker all you can eat appetizers one. Okay. It's just like one of these things. Like it's like a like a person who's like early twenties being like, I went to the Olive Garden New Year's Eve party. This is what the fuck I saw, and there's pictures. I paid four hundred dollars to eat yes. Olive Garden in Times Square on New Year's, and then the flavor text is, "Yes, there were breadsticks." This was posted five years ago. Okay, I'll read this tonight. Everything that you imagine happening at the Olive Garden New Year's Eve party did and didn't, right? Like, and then beyond that, you're like, "Whoa!" Sure. So, yeah. Okay. Long tangents. Uh, Golden Corral in the minute. That was. <laughs> That was pretty much my favorite God, part who, of it. Imagine if you found this as a Fast and Furious podcast and this is your first episode. What the fuck? I mean, it's it's. I mean, you either left by now or you're sticking around forever. Like, there's no middle ground. There is no middle ground. No. I feel like the trivia question has to be about Golden Corral, which is not fair, but also it's not fair. It is not fair. But also, it's fine. Well, keep going. Keep going. Added a bunch of the cars. That was the most fascinating thing to me. So the trivia question I had written down is who leads the police strike on the airstrip? We could do like Marco. We could do Bilkins. We could do Tan. Uh, we could say Tanner from the first movie. We could do um, what's his name? Who's the Gallo cop? Agent Dunn. We could do his yeah, name. Yeah, it's kind of easy, but it's also like there's not a lot that actually happens here because this is again like there's not really dialogue. They're not really driving in a new location. So I think either do you get a good enough shot to recognize that it's a Golden Corral? I mean, that's what I, I saw know. it. Hold on. Let me watch it if I was watching. I'm the doing it movie. too. I'm assuming the answer is going to be no. No, uh, no. It's blistering <laughs> fast. It, like, it does stop on it, but they're blowing by the Golden Corral. There's no way you would have seen that if you didn't watch this paused 15 times. I mean, did you get the did you get the sign like the Levi's Bass outlet? You did. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, Nine of course. West. Yeah, okay, good. It's not blink and you'll miss it, but it's like blink for a little bit too long and you'll miss it. Like it's on screen for maybe a quarter of a second. Yeah, it's it's quick. It's well, so definitely here's, quick. Here's a question we've never asked. What? Are these quizzes for the movie or for the podcast? We've asked this question before. I, I probably, we probably have. And we, we said for the movie, right? We said for the movie? We said for the movie, but like if you listened, it's like you get the cheat sheet essentially. Okay, so so like someone who hasn't listened to this show would not know Golden Corral. We can't do that. No, I mean, like, we could, though. Okay, well, so do you want to do the Golden Corral question? Do you want to do the police strike on the airstrip, or do you want to do a different question? I think that there's validity to both. I think the police strike on the airstrip question is probably more fair and probably a little bit easier. I think the Golden Corral question is way more fun you could kind of like you could kind of make that easy with the with the the replies around. You know what I mean? The answers around it, like because I think it could be Golden Corral, it could be Hosses, it could be Ponderosa. Well, Hosses Ponderosa is the same thing, right? No, they're two different places. Uh, well, they're both they're both Bonanza related. Yes. Yeah. 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 There was a theme happening, and then you could do Pizza Hut because we just talked about Pizza Hut, and you could do like Charlie Brown Steakhouse. And like so, then it's like okay, it's either like a Golden Corral or a Pizza Hut. They're talking about buffets for no reason. Also, Charlie Brown Steakhouse nothing to do with the character. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I don't know why, but 
So how do we how do we want to refer to the scene? What restaurant chain do Brian and Roman pass as they exit the highway in the film's final chase scene? I don't think it's like the final chase scene. So how I would say like this? we didn't refer to it there. 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 We've never actually called this scene something in particular. Ah, uh, okay. Um, like the the helicopter chase. Because that's, I think that's kind of distinct, right? What restaurant chain do Brian and Roman pass as they exit the highway as they attempt to evade police cars and helicopters? That's fair. And then knowing the minute timing of it, that's like a good context, I think. This is such a dumb minute to have two questions, but also, you know, one is very, it's either going to be the easiest or the hardest, depending on if you listen to this episode or not. This is a really dumb minute to have two questions, but I do think it's fun. I think it's fun to have the Golden Corral one. Well, like the first question, who leads the police strike? It's never going to be done. Tanner's not in this movie. And it's probably not going to be Bilkins. So that's like a free question. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just fucked that up yourself. Like, that should be a gimme. I was looking at the first question in the quiz, and I didn't know the answer. Like, whenever we eventually retake this, I'm going to fail so hard. Okay. My boss teaches at a school one one class a semester. And like so the guy who hired him is also a teacher. And I sent him because we... Oh, because I was doing it. I was putting together another quiz. I'm like, you want to see my like, my high pinnacle, my yeah. my like the my, okay. my best. And he's like, I want to get his exact word. And he was like, holy shit, hold on. And then somebody at his school also did a Fast and Furious podcast. And he's like, it kind of sucks. I'm just like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I said, if you want to see my magnum opus, he said, wow. So there are two profs here that do something like this. They did a thing called Critical and Curious. He said, the early ones are all about F and F, but I think they suck. I hope yours was good. He said, that is a serious quiz. It's and a I serious said, quiz. It's incredibly hard. We made it. We can only get like a 70 on it. And he said, oof. I think my high score was like around 90%. That was when you took it the second time. Like, like I Within, like, I within like a memory. month or something. It was like, it, there was like, there was a back to back. I haven't taken the first quiz in forever, too. I'm really excited that when we do the second, like, we should take, like, the first quiz again when we finish Every time lap. we take the quiz, we should take all the quizzes, you think? That's, yeah, 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 yeah. As Especially far... now that we do one every three weeks, it's going to be... Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Responses, the high score. So you, uh, yeah, I took it again after I had it memorized and I got a perfect score. Um, yeah, let's but... See. I know, I know, I know. That doesn't really count. Sure. Dicks at dicks.com. You got 93 out of 113. And I got an 84. When we took it, I think, in that bonus episode, you got a 93 and I got an 84. Yeah. That's That was the only time you actually took the full quiz. Is it really? That's really high. That's pretty funny. Yeah, you got an 80. That's an 83%. And mine is a 74%. Yeah. See, oh, okay. I remembered 90 90 questions right. Okay. Ben Milliman got a 92 or 90, like 92 right. Uh, Nick Burris got a 94 or 94 right. Um, like those are the high watermarks. But yeah, man, it's brutally difficult. And I think the second one's harder. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be much harder because like I'm not as familiar with the movie. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, you know, we do watch it one minute at a time, 16, 20 times at a time. But it's still no, like, but it's all in one ear, out the other ear, right? Like oh, I don't, yeah. I don't oh, retain yeah. any of this. And like, what were we like super, like giggly and bonered about one day does not mean that I remember yeah. that part of the movie, right? So Mm-mm. like Golden Crow, like what the, I'll be like, what the fuck? I don't know what they pass. I think we're gonna remember Golden Crow, or we might not. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Anything else to say about the minute? 
Um, no, I think that's it. Also, I like that Golden Crow, Hosses, and Ponderosa are all, are all like rodeo theme. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, I get it. Texas Roadhouse. Like, these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, minute 82, the Joe Turn theory. Two questions. Who leads the police <laughs> strike on the airstrip? Markham. That's a good title. And what restaurant chain do Brian and Roman pass as they exit the highway as they attempt to evade police cars and helicopters? What a terrible, terribly worded question. The answer is Golden Corral. Oh, I also, uh, the, my, my actual final thought is I tried to find like where that graffiti mural was, but like I can't really read the cross street signs. And I okay. could, and when I like searched, I, I could think I could make out like 23rd Street or something like that. And like I thought it was like 6th Ave and 23rd Street. And like when I like found anything that related to that, it was either like very far away from where they were which we just talked about for michael moser doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. there's like that great graffiti piece there so it's like if they take exit one they could also be like you know 70 miles away driving somewhere else when they turn right doesn't matter yeah it's yeah. A movie any place that i found didn't have the graffiti mural still there there was like either like a different building or something so i'm like i can't really confirm that that's what the sign says or that's where it is because it doesn't actually match what the scene's like so well, you, you tried, and that's all I that did matters. try. I did try. Okay, so our next episode on the main feed, because we're, we're pretending this is the Fast X trailer's already happened, but uh, of course, you either have heard that or haven't, depending on when you're listening to this. Yep. Our next episode is The Fate of the Furious with Montez. Then we have Jason Rainey's patron pick, Truck Rascals 5, Ichibanishi, Ichibanboshi the Brave, which has like a million different titles, um, but a very obscure movie that I know nothing about. And Jason was kind of like, I don't think, I don't know if he was apologizing to me, but I'm like, no, man, like, I pick most of the movies, and if the movies that I don't pick, like, I either have seen or I know what they're about, I don't know what to expect at all for this. Like, I'm very excited for this. So, I don't know, I I don't even know where to begin with whatever this Truck Rascals movie is going to be, but I'm excited for that. So, that's going to be... Yeah, it sounds fun. Our Patreon bonus episode, only behind the paywall, behind the elusive paywall. And then after that, our next pit stop is going to be The Pacifier, Vin Diesel's one sort of attempt at a real true family film for kids. That's going to be happening in two weeks. So we got Fate of the Furious, Truck Rascals 5, and The Pacifier. And then we'll be back, of course, for more Life in the Fast Lane. But do you have any final thoughts before we end the episode? Uh, No, I hope that the trailer is good and i hope that you listen to the trailer episode and i'm excited to in real time to see the trailer on friday yes i agree for all things too fast too forever go to cageclub.me facebook.com slash too fast too forever or at too fast too forever on twitter and instagram email us family at cageclub.me check out our patreon page at too fast too forever.com and our store at t public somewhere and come back next week for The Fate of the Furious, and also probably a bonus episode in the next week or two of that Truck Rascals 5. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And we will tell you all about it when we see you again.